You're listening to Making Money Online with Lisa Johnson, the podcast that tells you what it really takes to build a business and the simple steps to get you there. I'm determined to share with you the reality of easy, simple business marketing tips to make passive income so that you can start making money online. Making Money Online is sponsored by Nicola J. Rowley PR, helping entrepreneurs and brands get visible through strategic storytelling. If you're serious about being seen and impacting the lives of others, harnessing the power of PR is the best way to grow and scale your business. Visit njrpr.com for more details and read Nicola's best-selling book, The Power of PR. Hi, guys, and welcome to today's episode. Today, we're talking confidence, which I think all of us could do with a little more of. I'm here with Lizzie Jackson Barrett. So Lizzie helps business owners to build the personal confidence they need to create really successful businesses. Confidence is one of those things that, especially in the first couple of years, when I talk to business owners about why they're not visible, why they're not doing all of the things, it seems to always come down to confidence. So I think it's going to be a really important chat to have. So welcome to the podcast, Lizzie. Thanks, Lisa. I'm really excited to be talking to you about this because I know that we are very much of one mind when it comes to this kind of thing. We are. And I think that's because we've both seen so many amazing people who can help so many more people not do the things they need to do to be able to have these successful businesses. And it it kills me when I see it because it's like you can be doing so much. In fact, I've just been chatting to somebody on a podcast who has so much knowledge and they don't have the confidence to go out there and talk about it. And yeah. that kills me. Yeah. I know. It's all, and I think so many people who run their own businesses do it because they have so much passion for what we do and because like they're brilliant at what they do. They're, they're the experts in their field. But like you say, people miss out on benefiting from what they have to offer because they don't have the confidence to to get out there and really let people know that they're there and and do themselves justice so that needs to change it definitely needs to change and you didn't you weren't always confident were you so tell us a bit about your story I was actually really low in confidence through a lot of my life. And actually, people who knew me growing up would probably be surprised to hear me say that because I was very outgoing. And that's not the same as being confident. Really not. Um, Really. And I think I was doing what a lot of people do, which was kind of creating this big persona almost to kind of compensate for, you know, wanting people to see that and not actually look too deeply and, and see the real me. And what changed everything for me was losing my hair to alopecia when I turned 40, which was the most surprising catalyst to actually becoming confident. I never could have predicted that that would be what it would take. And so did this just come on suddenly? Was it through stress? What happened? The short answer is no one knows. There's very little that's actually understood about alopecia. Um, A lot of doctors will say it's down to stress, but I think that's kind of a catch-all answer to mean we haven't got a clue. Um, So it's in my family. My dad's got alopecia, but I'd never, you know, it'd never been an issue for me until I was getting ready for my 40th birthday party and found my first bald patch. And within two months, I'd lost pretty much all my hair. So it was really sudden and unexpected. Wow. And how did that at the beginning affect your confidence? For the first few months, it my confidence sunk to an all-time low. I mean, I went to quite a dark place and I I thought that it meant I would never be able to be the woman that I thought I'd needed to spend my life trying to be and trying to look like and trying to be seen as because 
these women that we're meant to aspire to be, they're not bald. They're not short, fat and bald. They don't look like <laughs> me. It's, so, yeah, I convinced myself that every dream I'd ever had now was over and I needed to just kind of give up on life, essentially. Um, it was it was rough. It was a really, really tough few months. What changed? What got you out of it? So I think when we have these kind of light bulb epiphany moments, they are few and far between, but I really did have one that changed everything. So I was crying in bed one night, which was normal for me and just lying there crying. And, and I remember I was very specifically crying at that, that night for all the wasted time and energy and money that I'd spent 30 years plowing into trying to to look a certain way and then crying at the realization it had all been for nothing it had been wasted and then this little voice popped into my head and said but that means you can stop now and it was this oh my god I'm allowed to stop I don't I'm never going to look like the woman I thought I had to try and make myself into so I may as well stop. And then the next morning I looked in the mirror properly for the first time after losing my hair and asked myself, what do I really think about this? And I was surprised to find that I, I liked it and I thought it suited me. And I realized that actually all these months of and feeling devastated were because that's sort of how we conditioned to feel. I thought that as a woman who'd lost her hair, that's the only option for me was to be heartbroken. Yeah, I was meant to be devastated. And I'd never stopped to say to myself, but what do I really think about this? So that was the real turning point for me. It was kind of giving myself permission to, to stop buying into this idea of what I was meant to look like and be like. And because actually, that's you know, all it is. It's, yeah, a, it's exactly. an idea that is perpetuated to us only really by the media. Um, that that's how we're supposed to look like. And there's power in suddenly realising you don't have to conform, in suddenly realising you don't have to be on the train that we're all on. There's power in that because that means that you then decide whatever path that you want from then on. Yes, that's exactly it. But, of course, we know that it's easy to say it and to know it on that kind of rational, logical level, but to really feel it is a whole different thing. Oh, yeah. And I'm I'm grateful yeah. every day that I lost my hair because I'm not sure I would have got there really, truly in, in my heart if I hadn't gone through that, that experience. And how have you now seen it, like over the past few years, change what you do, who you are? Like how has that, com- that newfound confidence helped you? Well, soon, um, a little while before I lost my hair, I had um, qualified as a coach and I started after going through this process um, of coaching in body confidence. And because most of my clients were coming to me through networking, it meant that most of my clients were um, business owners. And what I was finding was that um, they were talking a lot about how they were showing up in their businesses and how their lack of body confidence was affecting it. You can't do yourself justice in a networking meeting if you're worried everyone's judging you for not being the right size or shape or something else. And then I started to see how all these other aspects of confidence come into being a successful business owner that actually really have nothing to do with business on, on a kind of surface level. And it all started to, to build from there that I was speaking to, um, at that time, it was women I was working with who were 
just really feeling this sense of failing in their businesses because they didn't have the confidence to to just be seen because they were worried about how they look or to charge their worth because they were worried about judgment or, or you know narky comments and and that's kind of how my business started to evolve into what it is now is just talking about my own body confidence journey and then seeing how that spiraled as I was having these conversations with the clients that were coming to me and you believe that confidence isn't something you just either have or don't have lots of people go well I'm just not a confidence person like as if there's a full stop at the end of that sentence but you actually believe there's a there's a system that you can use to become confident don't you yeah there's two things I believe about that the first thing I believe is that there is no such thing as a confident person I think we all have things we're confident at and not confident at so if you see me speaking on stage you would probably look at me and go oh she's confident if you saw me walking into a gym and being told to get on with the workout <laughs> you would not be looking at a confident woman and so I think that what we need to get away from is this idea of are you a confident person or not a confident person instead we should be looking at what areas of my life do I want to become more confident in? So that's the first thing. I and that's really true because I come across quite a lot of women that say to me, well, I'm just not confident, confident enough to be a business owner because I'm not a confident person. And then when I ask them about their kids and are you confident raising your kids, they're really confident doing that and they know exactly what they're doing um, and they have no qualms. And yet we're in business, they might not be as confident. And is that because it's new? You know, why should we be really confident in something that we're not you know we haven't had experience of doing precisely that yeah and that's very much linked to um kind of the system I teach where I link confidence to comfort zones because actually the second big belief I have is that one of the most damaging things that I think is going on out there at the moment is lots of coaches who just talk about just be confident just believe in yourself if you don't believe in yourself no one else will and it really winds me up because there is no just about it none of us need to keep being told to be confident and I know that when I was struggling with my body confidence I didn't need someone to tell me to be body confident I needed someone to show me how which was a very different thing and there's not many people who are actually teaching there is a way to do it there is a process um, so for me it's very much linking like we said comfort zones with confidence and actually I don't think that all this kind of rhetoric around you've got to be outside your comfort zone all the time. I don't think that's right because I think when we are in our comfort zones, that's when we show up as the most confident versions of ourselves. So instead we need to be expanding our comfort zones to include the things that we want to be, be able to do. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So are there things that you think people could do like on a daily basis to become more confident in the things that they want to be more confident in? I'm thinking more specifically around you know, when I have a client who won't just will not be visible, um, because that I see that as one of the biggest problems when there's a client that's just not confident enough to be visible and talk about the, the things that they can help people with. How do they even start to get to that point where they're actually enjoying being visible? The process that I work through with most of my clients, it, it, it does centre on comfort zones. So I get them to draw two circles. There's one circle in the middle of the sheet of paper and then a bigger circle outside it. And the inside circle represents your current comfort zone with the area that you want to be more confident in. So with your clients who worry about visibility, there will be something that they're comfortable with, even if it's just, you know, sharing some photos of their kids getting ready for school or, you know, whatever it is. And then the outside circle represents the stuff that is outside your comfort zone. And for me, the key question is, 
what would I do if I was more confident? So it's not what, how would I feel? It's what, what would you I actually do? do? And that goes into that outside circle. And then through what I do in my coaching is to is we very strategically choose one of those things, not try and do all of it at once, but one of those things. So for your client, it might be, I would be doing Facebook lives twice a week, for example. And then there's lots of things you, I suggest putting in place before you try to do that scary thing to help you feel more comfortable when you actually do it. And it might be about getting support from the right people or making sure that you understand the tech or that you've you know, got your lighting right or that you know what you're going to say in your life or whatever it is. So you're setting yourself up to be as successful as possible doing this. And then the most important thing is you don't only do it once. Otherwise, it stays a scary thing you once did but you did what? keep doing yeah. it keep doing it exactly and then your comfort zone grows to include that thing and it's no longer in the outside circle it is then in that inside circle and then you can choose something else from the outside circle so in a nutshell that's how I work and that's how I think we can all grow our confidence um, in a way that feels feels manageable and feels achievable yeah and actually the truth of the matter is that once you do one thing that you didn't ever think that you could possibly do it opens the possibility in your head of well actually I did that thing and I didn't ever think I could do that so maybe I could do this other thing and your confidence grows just through that doesn't it nicely yeah yeah the way I I do that in that very visual way is we then have another circle that suddenly appears outside the second circle of all this other big big stuff you never would have imagined at the beginning but it becomes it comes into sight once your comfort zone starts growing and all of those things that felt scary before don't scare you anymore and then you see all these other amazing opportunities that you didn't know were out there which is fantastic so with some of your clients take us through a couple of the things that they thought they wouldn't be able to do that they've then done I think the biggest one that brings a lot of people to me is is money, is charging your worth. So I work with a lot of people who I often hear, I know I should, dot, 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 but I'm too scared to. So a lot of the time it is increasing their their prices and there's all sorts of stories they tell themselves for you know I want to keep my prices accessible and all of that stuff that I know you hear a lot as well. And so Clients who never thought that they could put themselves at the top end price wise um, actually realize it's got nothing to do with their ability and their business or anything else. It's just about their own confidence and the numbers they feel comfortable saying. So that's a big one that happens a lot. Um, another one that I, I love is a lady who doesn't mind me talking about her. She's called Jackie and she's now actually one of my VAs who knew she wanted to, to start doing Facebook Live. So as a VA, she really wanted to start reaching people through that kind of real personal connection. And she was just terrified the first time she ever did one she only showed her hands because she was showing a planner on on the screen and her her hands were visibly shaking and her voice was shaking and now she does them regularly it's a matter of you know part of her business strategy and she attracts people to her because they get to see who she is and who they might be working with so they're the kinds of stories I I love I've seen you help people do stages and all sorts of things which is, is brilliant because stages were one of the things that I wasn't confident about I was terrified of stages and I've managed to put them in my, com- I will not say they're completely in my comfort zone, but they're, they're halfway there. Yep. <laughs> I can still do them. That um, circle's growing bit by bit. <laughs> yeah, and all of these things, when we become more confident at doing them, it really does affect our businesses in a massive way because more people are able to relate to us and see us. We don't have to pretend that we're not scared of things. Like it's okay to be honest about these things, isn't it? 
completely. And I think that's a really important distinction for me is that confidence isn't arrogance. And so one of the areas of confidence I talk about a lot is actually having the confidence to be vulnerable. I really wanted to try and ditch this kind of business bravado persona that we see, you know, the apprentice type of thing. And and actually the more we have the confidence to be vulnerable, show our real authentic selves and all that stuff, as you know, we actually attract more clients to us. People want to buy from us when, when we kind of show the warts and all side of ourselves. And we get so conditioned into this is the way a business person presents themselves that we have to kind of strip it back and and find the confidence to go actually it's all right for me to to do a Facebook live without my makeup on or to share when I made a mistake and what I learned from it and and all of those things so yeah I think being vulnerable is a really big part of that confidence journey for a lot of the people I work with. Yeah, I agree. So if somebody wants to really work on their confidence, where is the best place they can come and find you? Well, uh, the best place to put, find all of my information and everything about me is my website, which is lizziejacksonbarrett.com. And I am also on um, Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn, all just as Lizzie Jackson Barrett. So you'll find me in all those places. And I also have um, a free Facebook group called the Courageous Women's Alliance, which is a space for uh, women in business to just come and be vulnerable, be courageous, support each other and all of those lovely things too. Amazing. And just to point out, you do actually work with men and women don't you now so that's I do I do yes so yeah if you're a man or a woman and you need more confidence in business go and search out Lizzie we will put her contact details in the show notes as usual Um, but thank you for being here and sharing your wisdom with us today Lizzie and thank you everybody else for listening as well Um, thanks Lisa no worries I will be back next week with another podcast of making money online I hope you have an amazing day whatever it is you're doing Thank you for listening to Making Money Online with Lisa Johnson. If you'd like to get your hands on my brand new book that's coming soon, then you can pre-order now and get lots of juicy bonuses. All you need to do is go to makemoneyonlinebook.co.